in three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of What the Bleep Are They Talking About? The podcast where we help you understand what everybody's talking about in the news today. I'm Jack. I'm Jennifer. And before we get started, make sure you share this content with everybody. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow us on all the social media. But don't forget, only follow us or we get sad. We get incredibly sad, but seriously, make sure you're following different perspectives because we don't want you being left in the dark like some people out there in the world today. And we know that we don't know everything, and sometimes our opinions are wrong. But guess whose opinions currently do not matter to the Taliban? It, it's women's, isn't it? It's women's. It's a- women's. According to uh, CBS News and Reuters, as we bring you two articles detailing the, uh, uh, well, the apparent, the unsurprising uh, abuse of women that is coming out of Afghanistan over the last several, well, two months, actually. But Boom. Jack, this headline sounds so promising. Oh, you're right. That is from CBS News. The Taliban declares women, quote, free and not, quote, property. But nobody celebrates. I, I feel like that should be cause for celebration. That they're not property. That they're not property. Yes, I agree. I completely agree. <laughs> um, um, as long as they're, like, legit. Mm-hmm. But let's see, because I hardly doubt that is the case. And that's probably why no one's celebrating. After all, the Taliban does not necessarily have the best track record. And when we're looking at future projections, we typically look at past actions. And current actions. Something tells me this video is going to get taken down. I'm pretty sure uh, last week... Um, didn't a hundred, no, no, I'm sorry, a hundred um, um, individuals in Afghanistan that worked with the U.S. went missing, but they were also jailing female activists as well. Yeah, so funny that this comes out now. They're not looking great. No, not at all. Let's read on. Afghanistan's Taliban rulers have issued a special decree outlining women's rights under the regime, but getting an education or a job are not among them. Uh Aha. So they have rights, but... Not Not many. Not many, yes. The United States welcomed the decree, but noted that more was needed to ensure women's rights in Afghanistan. Women's rights activists in the country were entirely unimpressed, meanwhile dismissing the newly new proclamations issued on Friday as Taliban posturing intended for international community, not Afghan women. That's exactly what I was going to say, that it's literally just posturing to like, hey, look over here at all the good things we're doing, but don't look over there. But that's all that matters these days. Posturing is everything in the eyes of the social media culture that we live in as long as you say something it doesn't matter what actions you actually you don't do have anymore. to follow through on it no it's all about virtue signaling and the taliban is currently doing an a-plus job of virtue signaling y- yes i don't think that's something to be celebrating but sure good good job Yes, I, I dis, I, yeah, I, I agree. It's not something worth celebrating, but at the same time, no one is running in there to help all of these women who had rights two months ago. And now they don't. And Again. now they don't. Uh, the decree attributed to Taliban Supreme Leader Muhalla Habachula. Oh, it keeps going. Uh, ban- <laughs> a long name. Uh, bans child marriage 
and states that no one can force a woman to marry by coercion or pressure. Yeah, okay. Child marriage and forced marriages are common across much of the rural Afghanistan and have been for centuries, even under the U.S.-backed government that's had held sway for 20 years until the Taliban's takeover in the summer. Girls are often given away as brides to resolve disputes and settle debts between rival tribes and families. Low-income families will commonly marry their young girls to much older men in exchange for a large payment or dowry. In 2018 and 2019, in the western province of Herat and Bagis alone, uh, UNICEF registered 183 cases of child marriage and 10 instances of children being sold by their families. Last month, UNICEF released a report in which the agency's executive director said she was deeply concerned with information that child marriage was on the rise in Afghanistan. I imagine because the country is falling apart, mm-hmm. and if in the past they were selling their children into marriage for They're definitely money, going to be doing it now. Right. Not even just money at this point. Protection. Protection to, to show that they're... In the culture, and they're not opposed yeah, to it. that they're with the Taliban and right. not against them, because that's the easiest way to not die. So, The Taliban's declaration on Friday stated that, quote, a woman is not property, but a noble and free human being, while at the same time encouraging forced marriages. But didn't they just say they're not going to encourage that anymore, that no one may be... Forced into a marriage by coercion or force. And don't you think saying, here's money in order to survive is coercion? Right. They're not not doing it. But if you so happen to be a parent and you feel that it's in your best interest to do so. That's coercion. But they're not telling you to do it. That's coercion. So no woman may be entered into a marriage under coercion. Not according to the Taliban. Exactly. No one can give her to anyone in exchange of, uh, for peace deal or to end animosity. Thomas West, the U.S. Special Representative for Afghanistan, welcomed the decree allowing women to determine who they marry, but said much more is needed to ensure women's rights in every aspect of Afghan soci- society, including schools, workplaces, politics, and media. He could have very simply said, hey guys, uh, we'll kind of respect you if you go back and, and, and just do what they were doing about two months ago. Everything that they were doing there, go that ahead with cool. that. Yeah, do that. Um, the Taliban have allowed very few women, with the exception of medical workers, to continue their work. Many professional women have fled the country or given up their careers, and girls and young women have not been allowed to return to school beyond the elementary years. And keeping girls out of school, warned the UNICEF director in last month's report, was likely to fuel the problem of child marriage. Well, of course, because if you're not able to go to school then and you, you're eventually not able to support yourself, then you're, you're going, going to have to get married. And- right, you're going to have to rely on someone else. As most teenage girls are still not allowed to go back to school, the risk of child marriage is now even higher. Education is often the best protection against negative coping mechanisms such as child marriage and child labor, the report said. Since taking, uh, retaking Afghanistan this summer, the Taliban's leaders have been pushing Western governments for formal recognition as the legitimate rulers of the country. Yeah, that's a no. No foreign states have recognized the Taliban government thus far. 
It's a no for me. Sorry. My, my thought was um, during this whole debacle of the, the pullout of Afghanistan and the whole idea that the, um, you know, you would have to support that government to, to kind of, you know, not fall apart. My thought during that time was why not push to put women in power? And I'm not talking like the activism-y kind of deal where we say, oh, we need more women in power for the, for the fact that we need more women by numbers to be in office. Mm -hmm. But based on the fact that should the government of Afghanistan fall, the people who would suffer the most would be the women and thusly would put up the most fight in preventing it from doing so. Um, didn't they literally have a woman president who had to go to a bunker? In Afghanistan? Yeah. No, she was not president. Not a president. No, she, she was, was like the first mayor. First of, mayor. That yeah. was it. But I mean, right, if you're the Biden administration or, or whatever, and you would say, you know, in a perfect world, you would say, okay, let's put more women in office to run things. Mm -hmm. um, um, and because they would have more stake in the game and would probably put up more of a fight, in my mind, anyway, rather than the, the former president of Afghanistan just kind of fleeing the country. I'm not saying that is something that would have happened, but in my movie version of these events, I would imagine that if women were in power in that country with the most to lose, they would have put up more of a fight, I would suppose. Perhaps. Perhaps. I also feel like it would have been a big stretch, though, since like she was only mayor. I feel like, and she was the first female right. mayor. I feel like even without the Taliban's influence, it was still going to be a far stretch in Afghanistan for women to be more in power. No, I completely agree with that. I'm just saying in a perfect scenario, I guess that's... True. If that was a possibility, that would have been... I, I would just imagine that that would be an ideal situation. But here we are. But here we are. Many experts and rights activists see the decree issued on Friday as being aimed more at other countries than it is at affording Afghan women any real rights, right? Because, of course, they want to be recognized by international communities so they can trade and, and, and get funding and, and this, that, the other thing. The Taliban, quote, are just posturing for international attention and recognition, according to Dr. Bahar Jalil. They want to make it appear as if they will gradually soften their approaches and become more open regarding women's rights. It's, of course, not sincere. It is just a ploy to try to make themselves appear more moderate. In response to the decree, a group of women's rights activists held a gathering in Kabul on Sunday. Fearing reprisals from the Taliban, the event was held indoors. Sounds like a good idea. Mm -hmm. The participants expressed their dissatisfaction over the, the decree, calling on the United Nations and international community to pay close attention to women's rights in Afghanistan. I think calling it dissatisfaction over the decree is a far cry from their actual emotions the, in that yeah, situation. understatement of the year. Yeah. The Taliban's decree summarizes all of women's rights only in the context of marriage and shows that the Taliban thinking about women does not go beyond home, housekeeping, and marriage. Wonderful. And yet here we are, privileged, living in our first world nation, acting as if the lives around us are falling apart on a daily basis and how we exist in an awful society that's oppressive and meanwhile across the globe and 
people are actually experiencing real suffering. Yeah, but I mean, that's what about it though. And I don't like what about it though. Like you can't like can you compare like that to women in America? No. We obviously way more freedom privilege mm-hmm. and have way more going for us. But I don't like feeling, oh well what about the Taliban? And you know, to me that still just sounds gross because I don't know. Because you're undermining uh an argument that is legitimate to people in the current moment and that feels like it's overwhelming to that group of people i mean you can't minimalize someone's experience just because somebody else has it worse Mm -hmm. that's never good and you can always improve things forever and also help women in afghanistan And I think that's what so many people forget, especially in the age of social media. It's like we have to, we have to focus on one thing. Like, okay, today we're focusing on women in Afghanistan, and that's the only thing that we can focus on because that's the only thing we can care about. And then tomorrow, oh no, it's homelessness, and it's this and that, and what about all the homeless single mothers and blah, blah, blah. But like, you can care about both at the same time. I don't know. I just don't like the whataboutism because then it feels like you're using the other group as a scapegoat and you don't actually care about them hmm. so. and i can see it my point was more so directed towards individuals with trivial problems i know the whiners right the whiner and and, and nobody likes a whiner but what are you gonna do what are you but from reuters we have a second article which is going against the cbs article in which the taliban quote don't have uh forced marriages Say it ain't so. Afghanistan's Taliban government on Friday released a decree, as we know, on women's rights, which said women should not be considered property and must consent to marriage, but failed to mention female access to education or work outside the home, as we already know. The Taliban has been under pressure from the international community. Who has mostly frozen funds for Afghanistan to commit to upholding women's rights since the hardline Islamic group took over the country in August? August, September, October, November, so four months. Yeah, you've been saying too. I thought that was a little. But you know. I gotta tell you, the world turns so quickly. 2021 has been a weird year, so. Is it really only 2021 still? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> you had to think about it for a minute. I did have to think about it for a minute. Well, because, okay, so because in my job, mm-hmm. we're, we're always planning, discharge planners, and also I'm training right now. So I've got, like, a calendar outlining her next few weeks coming right. up for her training. So I'm, I'm already in 2022, like, thinking about January and where she should be. So what can you So I had to think about it. Most people, I think, are still living in in 2019. Yeah, when I think about, like, last year, I think about 2019. Like, if I seriously think about last New Year's Eve, Mm -hmm. I consider it 2019. Hmm. 
Well, for the Taliban women, they're living back accordingly uh, in 1996 to 2001, in which the Taliban, according to Reuters, banned women from leaving their homes without a male relative and full face and head covering and girls uh, and preventing girls from receiving an education. The Taliban says they have changed, and high school girls uh, in some province, provinces have been allowed uh, to go to school. But many women and rights advocates remain skeptical. Oh, yeah. As we talked about, it's just posturing for the community. Yeah, it really is just posturing. Yeah, so at the same time, they're saying we're not encouraging forced marriages, but at the same time, they're encouraging uh, that women must consent to marriage. You have to consent to marriage, but, like, you have to consent to this marriage or we're going to kill your entire family. Right. It's that what it is at the end of the day. So, even though technically it can't be under force or co- coerced, according to the Taliban. But what do I? I well, apparently to the Taliban, not much. Nothing. If you're looking to go on a trip this year, Jennifer, um, I would I would take that off your bucket list. Um, you know, got a couple things planned for 2022. That's not. Anyway. I don't know. You come back with a ring on your finger, I guess. Or I guess you wouldn't come back at I all. I wouldn't come back at all. No. If I came back, I would probably not be allowed. Hmm. I tried to come back. So, you know. Uh, how long until this becomes like a Netflix show where they te- send 10 lucky contestants? Lucky contestants. Unlucky contestants. Unlucky contestants. It's going to be Netflix's new dating show. Taliban Bride or something. Jeez. How's that monetization ha- ha- coming along? Not, not well. We're, we're not good. Um, hey, Netflix, want to sponsor us? Yeah, shout out to Netflix. Um, yeah, so the uh, situation isn't looking too hot, and I can't say it's going to get any better, because mm-hmm. as we know, we typically just leave these countries behind. Yeah. And use them as scapegoats when it furthers our agendas. And my thought on this whole thing is there's no better way to make a future enemy than allowing something like this to continue. Because in, I don't know, 50, 100 years from now, eventually something's going to change in all of these countries. And they're going to remember the ones who didn't help. Right. And I feel like that's something that's really fueling a lot of our problems. I read an article the other day about uh, I think like six more civilians were killed in a drone strike in, in Syria. and, and like I get that it's great that they they drone struck at, uh, like a at, like a terrorist leader. Like I get that that's great and that's what we're supposed but to be doing. Haven't they already lost so many civilian lives to this? Right, but when you start killing accidentally killing civilians, you're just creating more terrorists because they don't know. Your regular Joe on the ground in one of these foreign nations doesn't know what's going on in the United States or or any other country other than what's happening around them. Right, most Americans don't know what's going on outside of, of, of the place in which they live. Mm-hmm. And so all they know is someone is just bombing the crap out of them, like their friends and their family, and then they're just going to start hating that person. And then you're going to have the Taliban coming in going, see? Right. See? And that's what we're fighting against. 
we're we're fighting against them bombing you and your family join us and then they're gonna be like yo yeah it doesn't even mean that they will join them because you can hate the taliban at the same time and you can just create your own group That's that hates too. both yeah we don't want either guys seriously Screw that so i mean there's nothing more damaging to our representation than than continuing with with something like that like i get that it, it saves american lives by not putting someone out there but i feel like 2021 could be a little bit more accurate or isn't tracking technology a thing can you shoot him with a dart just follow him if you have a drone just follow him and then wait till he's in his cave or something and blow him up i don't know I don't it's know. ridiculous why that's why i'm not on the the government payroll or dropping dropping bombs, dropping bombs and... on Syria. So you know, what do I? I don't. Anyway, but let us know in the comment section down below. I don't know how you can have a different opinion on any of this. I would hope not. Um, well, do you think they're just posturing, or do you think maybe the Taliban's actually like changing their ways? You're essentially asking, do you trust the Taliban? <laughs> okay, well, then... or do you not trust the Taliban <laughs> Listen, out there? <laughs> these articles made me sufficiently sad, as I knew they would. Mm -hmm. You were like, "This is what we're talking about." I was like, yeah, "Great, yeah, Taliban." It's happening, That's and sad. no one is talking about it. Well, because it like makes we haven't you heard sad. we haven't heard anything about this for the last four months. And now it seems to be cropping up again. Yeah. Um, I, I think there was a report that over like one million kids are expected to starve to death over the next month or two because of the food shortages and so on and so forth in Lovely. that country. Um, that's, I'm sorry. That's which, been my word every, like all day. Something has gone wrong and I've just looked at people and gone, Lovely. Sorry. Which honestly, if, if that's something that's also going to increase the reliance on, on child brides and, and, oh, yeah. and, and sex trafficking and all sorts of things. But Jack, they cannot be forced into marriage by coercion. Of course. You can't do it. It's not allowed. No. Anymore. Just because everything in your life is falling apart because, because of us, the Taliban. I, I didn't do anything. Just because of that, it's not coercion. It's just a bad stroke of luck. It's just, you know what? If you just happen to consent to marriage, we might just happen to give your family some food. Like, and they must consent. It's all coincidence. And you have to consent. But like, you don't have to consent because I coerced you. You have to consent. Right. Because, after all, we hear all the time, you must consent. Seems totally legit. See, they're saying the right words. Saying all the right words. But they're doing all the wrong things. As usual. So. And with that, we'll see you in the next one. Bye, guys.